Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yep. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm know sure what somebody's they call written it? that one. with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Boyale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, how do you measure success hey everyone welcome to superhero speak and i'm your host dave i'm john jd here See, I'm adjusting. I'm not saying you're watching and listening. I'm just saying welcome now. But now that I called it out, you know, I'm an idiot. So <laughs> we're all idiots. That's why we're here. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yes. So, John. Fair enough. You weren't here last week. You were uh, under the weather. How are you feeling this week? How's how's everything going? Feeling better. It was just it was just a stomach virus. It wasn't. Uh, it, wasn't it wasn't the COVIDs. No, no. I've been I've been lucky to my area. Again, I live out in the boondocks. I'm surrounded by horse farms and Amish. It just has not been able to penetrate the inbreediness of my area yet. So, like, you speaking know. of the ten foot pole, um, yeah. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Um, I was about to ask if the if the COVID is bad amongst the Amish, but I suppose the Amish aren't spending time with the normal folks, so probably. Well, not. I will say I will say this: the Amish. Um, the, the Amish communities, I know where it did hit, it hit hard because they don't wear masks yeah. and most of them support Trump. So basically they don't believe in COVID. They don't like, I, I, they get together every Sunday. So around here, every Sunday you see buggies going every, going everywhere. They all congregate as single, a single farm, one of the farms and none of them are wearing masks. And, you know, I pass, I pass them and it's like, you know, you, I mean, they're, you're, you're right. They're very insular community communities. So it's hard for them to actually get hit, but once they get hit, it spreads through them like crazy. <clears throat> Amish Trump supporters. That's something that sounds like the punchline to a joke. I'm going to leave it. I <laughs> leave it where just don't, don't ask me. Play it, I, don't play it where it lies. Just leave it where it lies. <laughs> Amish insurrection is a book I'm going to write. <laughs> Oh, I, it, oh my God. God, is there something there? Artists, if you're listening, hit me up because that's Beautiful. a comic. So, so otherwise, oh, we, might have, we might have gotten the, the title for this week's episode yeah. Amish Insurrection. <laughs> Amish Insurrection. Great. Freaking love it. <laughs> Maybe if we get um, Weird Al Yankovic on here, it'd be awesome. I, I also acquired a new pet over the. Uh, over the what am I this, this, this is my sourdough starter. Oh. I, I feed <laughs> it every two days. Are you going to make sourdough bread? Oh yeah, I've made two loaves so far. I'm doing okay. I'm I'm starting to get the hang of it. Never had it. When it, am I going to get I'll some of this sourdough bread? The, the, the thing is, you cannot mess it up. Like even the worst loaf you make tastes better than anything you get in the store, unless you're going to like a real bakery, of course. But uh, but yeah. Um, so like you know, I'm I'm made everything bagel sourdough uh, loaf 
a couple of days ago, and I'm going to try another one now. So, all right, next time, go. next time we go to a con, I expect some sourdough bread. Sure. <laughs> by by then, it'll be like the 158th generation of the yeast in here, and uh, it I'll have tamed it. Can't eat it. So <laughs> not gluten free. Uh, well, yeah, God, the whole the whole thing about sourdough is gluten. So, yeah. the whole thing about most bread is gluten. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be bad for my sister too. So. And how are you, ten foot jungle gluten boy? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna get that tattooed on my back. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Right, doing a bunch of writing. I had a I had a really good week on the internet last week with with putting out like articles and stuff. Um, I had an article for WrestleJoy about how Randy Savage was actually Macbeth and how I plotted his rise. No, seriously, I plotted his rise to the WWF title, and, and it follows perfectly in line with Shakespeare's Macbeth. And I was really proud of that because it occurred to me about a year ago and I finally had a chance to write that down. Hmm. And uh, I did a really cool profile on a, on a Japanese deathmatch wrestler who's super interesting guy by the name of Jun Kasai. So that's really good. And I just wrote a monstrous piece, like 3,000 words for fight game that I'm hoping comes out this week. And I'll talk about it later. But it's like, uh, that's what I'm really proud of. So other than that, you know, busy doing the books, you know, um, dude, I'm a living writer now. This is what I'm doing now to make a living. It's pretty cool. Japanese death match death matches i'm glad you asked death matches are a breed of professional wrestling that is ultra violent and when i say ultra violent let me give an example of mr kasai here um his tradition his his trademark match is a razor wire death match so they wrap razor wire around the ring and you know they basically cut the shit out of themselves with it he's also known for skewering people's heads you take little like wooden skewers and dig them into dudes heads he won a match once by uh by pile driving a dude face first onto a cactus. Oh, okay. and you know how they, do you know how they fake this stuff in, in, in deathmatch wrestling? They don't. Ah, they just do it. I don't know why the music kicked in, but it worked perfectly. <laughs> the emphasis. They're doing a, um, there's a big documentary coming out on them in Japan right now. So there's a lot of attention going to on the guy. So it's uh, he's, and he's quite an interesting human being quite, to be honest with you. So I apologize. writing. I'm just saying everybody was kung fu fighting. I mean, I apologize no, to all of our. That's our, racist. Uh, it's Japan. Exactly. All of our our, know, our Japanese but... uh, 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 listeners um, for John's cultural insensitivity. Yes, <laughs> that that is what I'm here for. Um, no, no, but that that is like that is that is absolutely crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's batshit crazy. Deathmatch wrestling is a, is something that I'm not into so i really kind of stretched myself to write this little profile piece and it's short it's only 500 words but doing so really made me interested in this man as a human being so i'm, I'm gonna follow even matches make me nauseous but i mean he's a fascinating human being it's like not something that'd be allowed in the u.s i'm assuming oh no we have them we do death matches oh yeah there's death it's it's always independent no, those, those are called cage matches and they're illegal. Really, like, no no there's, no, no. there's really? plenty of death match wrestling plenty of uh um barbed wire gross stuff dudes going through light tubes it's different in japan it's a little more culturally acceptable and there's like an there's like an art to it where like the guys are doing it in japan actually can wrestle they just do this stuff because they're nuts whereas in the u.s these dudes just simply throw each other through you know plate glass and you know tack thumbtacks for fun and they don't get paid very well unlike in japan Uh, so yeah, well, so, you learn something new every day. I mean, that's what I'm here for. So yeah, that's uh, that's 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 how I spend a bunch of my week doing some research on. So yeah, man, going good, going good. I uh, well, me. You, <laughs> I was gonna say, ah, thank you. Um, uh, back in the gym this past week, uh, I saw your selfie with the uh, Spidey mask. Not well done. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. That, that, did you see my brother's comment? No, I didn't see that. I think I got. I think I saw it before the comments were put in. Oh, uh, he was just like, like he's like, I know that mask because I've seen you wear it many times, but it, for some reason, it looks like you have fangs because it's the bottom half of the spidey's eyes. Oh, <laughs> brother's not a nerd, is what I'm gathering. No, he is. He's trying to be funny. Oh, oh, <laughs> he failed. Yes. Thank you. Um, so yeah, and actually, I'm happy to report. So I had said last week I weighed myself. Um, I had put two pounds on. Over the holidays, I was happy that that's all I put on. Well, I lost it this week, so I'm back where I started. So it's water, man, that's good stuff. Yep. Big slight changes like that are, are are usually just water weight. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure, but Poop but it it's out. Just, but at least it's out, and then you yeah, know it's good. Good for you, man. Back on the grind. Yeah. Yeah, I've been walking every day. Um, and that's about it, except I did watch the premiere of WandaVision on Friday. Did you guys watch it? Of course. Twice. 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 Well, you had to you had to watch it multiple times because there's you like really do. It's there's stuff ingrained in there. Like I even I you had to go out to sites to you know watch I I don't have time, but there are so, people out there that are going through it frame by frame and finding stuff. There's yeah, you're right. There's Easter eggs galore. I saw it on my own Friday night and then I wanted to have my wife watch it to see what she thought of it. And so we watched it last night. Yeah, I mean there's a there's a the one thing I saw I haven't been looking for uh, these kinds of things, but the one thing I did see is a, a still frame from one of the shots where Wanda is standing there, and in the reflection of the window of the open door is the Hydra base from Age of Ultron. The castle. Ooh, I didn't notice that. That's a good one. What, yeah. what I know, what I saw again, I can't take care of this. I saw this online. Is someone did a freeze frame of the uh, you know the Bewitch style intro in episode two mm-hmm. when she's in the grocery store. And there's these posters on the wall, and one of them is for Wonder Brand something or other, you know, a, a hint to Wonder Man. Uh-huh. And then there was Bova Milk, Bova, of course, being oh, the, 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 the hybrid, that... the cow hybrid that raised yeah. Wanda and Pietro. And then there was a cat with Auntie A's cereal, and that's a hint to Aunt Agatha, Agatha Harkness. Who we still think it's is... her. Yeah, it's her. I, I, so, I kinda, Agnes, but it's so, her. So it's got the brooch and everything. It's her. But uh, okay, uh, is there anything now? Again, I'm not the Marvel guy, so you guys yeah. can inform me of this. Is there something about her husband? Because she keeps mentioning the husband. The husband's not there. Was there something about Agatha Harkness and a husband or anything like that? Not necessarily. Or is the name no. of the husband important? Or Dave, go ahead. But my guess is the husband isn't going to actually be her husband. It might. I don't know if they're going to go this far or something. It could be Mephisto, but I don't know if they're going to go this far. So it's funny you say that because she talked about the rabbit's name was Senior Scratchy. In mm-hmm. the comics, Agatha Harkness's son is Nicholas Scratch, a uh, um, wizard, low level wizard, whose also name is a play on Old Scratch, another name for the devil. Mm-hmm. If this is mystical or technical, I'm not sure. Perhaps right. a combination of the two. Well, it's, but I it's, mean, the whole thing, the whole thing is. I mean, okay, Wanda's powers are mystical, right? Are they? They haven't really, in the comics, yes, but they haven't really defined them. All right. Right. So, like, if we assume it's mystical, then it's a, then this is like a fight between her mystical powers and sword on the outside trying to technology their way in. So, here's what I, here's my, let's do this. Screw it. We're into WandaVision now. Everything else can wait. Um, Here's my thought. Let's do this because, like, we're here. Let's, let's do this. Um, My thought is that, sword who's clearly we're clearly dealing with sword here right is yes. has there has 
is worried about the Scarlet Witch and has her locked into this like VR simulator that's playing out like American sitcoms. You're sure she's not in control of it? No, here's what I, here's what I think is I think that because there's that episode, there's that moment at the end of episode two where she's like, no, and she just rewinds it. I think that she has accepted and prefers this world and now she is in control of it. That's my thoughts so far. Dave, what do you think? Yes. Here's the thing that, that I keep coming back to is the beekeeper. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, aim. Aim. that's my whole thing. Was that a visual representation of an aim agent? Because in the comics, people the say referred to as the beekeeper. The beekeeper yeah. I right. forgot about that. That's very mm-hmm. well could be aim. Yeah. And then but how does aim? I mean, they used aim already, though, in Iron Man 3, right? Well, it wasn't aim, aim. I mean, applied idea mechanics was uh, yeah, but it wasn't aim. You know, he's right. It was idea applied mechanics, but it wasn't really aim. Like it's not aim until you get Modok. Yeah, and the beekeepers, and not not yeah. the cartoon one that makes stupid, quick, um, stupid funny. Um, uh, there's a lot going on Modoc. in this show. Can, like, I, can uh, I? Can I? Yeah. Can I? Can I say something? Like I don't. I don't. I think. I think. I. I think she's in control. I don't think it was Swords doing. I think she's got a town hostage. All the people in the sitcoms are people from the town. And remember when what's her face in the first episode kept saying, stop, stop, stop. Mm-hmm. I think that she is controlling an entire town and that sword it's, is trying to well, the thing that, try, start trying to get into this, whatever this, this pocket reality she's created. no, no, here's sure? the thing. The end of the first episode, when they when you see that it's sword, that's television equipment. That's a fader. Like that's an audio track fader. And there's analogs, there's an analog signal booster right there. Like that's TV equipment. They're producing her show. Mm, I don't I don't that's what the, no, I'm telling you, that's what the equipment is. And that stuff is like this. This is my business. Like that stuff is there for a reason. Like they're they're selling this idea that they are creating this sitcom. Like I'm not saying she hasn't taken a town hostage. That's that's quite possible or not probable all right well they remember in one of the trailers um they had uh i guess uh the daughter of the the one who becomes photon she gets thrown out of this pocket reality right and that there was a there is the the um there was the sign for a town there i think so i think she's i i don't that that's my theory she's taken a town hostage all right she great she she snapped because of losing vision, she's created this pocket reality. And I guess, I don't know if Agatha Harkness is working with sword or she's in there because, you know, because it's a mystical thing and sword is also trying to get in, or I don't know what's going on. So there's there's definitely some mixture of mysticism and technology Mm. going on. So let's, uh, all right, here's a theory. Let's combine a couple things. All right, so let's think of the comics, the twins from the comics, right? They, they, they coming. Well, they she created them in the comics, and mm-hmm. then uh, we all know if you've read Avengers Disassembled and House of M, um, they made her get rid of the twins, and Professor X erased her memory, right? But the, um, the twins became non-canon. No, 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 no. It's actually before that. Like the twins, like the twins exist in the Steve Englehart, the stuff that influenced this, right? right. They had the twins, and then later on, John, I think it's John Byrne, retcons them into being fragments of, uh, they become Master Pandemonium. Well, there's this, first was Master Pandemonium, this crazy looking guy who has the twins on each of his hands. 
It's Ugh. a super creepy image. And then, yeah, they're fragments of Mephisto's soul is what it's revealed to be. But like, and then, yeah, Xavier races. And it's weird. There's like this big 20 year gap because John so, Byrne has her go crazy in West Coast Avengers first. And then they don't play into it until Bendis does years later. Go ahead. Hmm. So now let's also look at uh, Civil War. And what was the name of that thing in the beginning of Civil War with uh, the device that Tony uses for his memory? I don't remember. It, it creates a hologram based on his memories. Yeah, I don't remember what they called that thing. Um, and it's also it's apparently based on the same technology that uh, Mysterio uses in... Uh, Homecoming. Home, far From Home. Far From Home, yeah. yeah. Um, what if she started losing her mind because Vision died? She start stopped losing started losing her control of her powers, so they plugged her into this machine. It's possible. I see that. I totally could see that. That could work too. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Did you guys notice the 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 little drone, the sword drone? Right. Did you notice right. what color it was? You're right. right. Yeah, it was coloring in a black and white. Right. No, no, no. no. Well, it was colored in black and white, but the colors it was yellow and red. It was Iron Man colors. Mm. Oh so, yeah. You don't get away from Stark. No, it's very. <laughs> so is this actually Vision they're dealing with, or is this something Wanda's recreated? Like, there's so many questions. And like, did you guys notice the TV that the house changes? Like yes. the act is the same, but the house, like it's the Dick Van Dyke set, and then it's the Bewitched set. Yep. And that's the gonna, next. So the next that was the next one will be Brady Bunch. I heard. That's so. that's my that's my question too. What do you guys think of that style? Like each episode being a different sitcom. Well, somebody as somebody who's seen like all the sitcoms from those eras, used to watch them when I was young. Um, yeah, I mean they did a really good job. Even 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 down to the writing was really oh yeah you know that level of sitcom. Yeah, oh definitely. Which they, must have taken some, some doing because it's really hard to write that way these days. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Like this, your mindset have to be has to be they, in a certain set. And the performances were like that too. Like they, that yeah. first episode was totally Dick Van Dyke, which we called oh. it on this show that they would do the vision gag with the Dick Van Dyke Ottoman. Super proud that that actually happened. <laughs> um, what I like too is the shooting styles. That first episode specifically, they shoot it just like um, a three camera, like because in, in studio, in old studio TV, you do a three camera setup, right? Right. Where you cut between them. And the shooting style is exactly the same. Like nice. they mirror it until he starts choking. And then they go with like the 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 canted angle close-ups where all of a sudden you're in like a movie. So like breaks it it not breaks the fourth wall, but it breaks down like a third wall where like you just have a you feel like something different is going on. It's it's ballsy as hell, man. It's really gutsy just to straight up do a sitcom, a 50s sitcom. Like I love it. It's weird as get all get out, but I love it. And, and, and see that's and that's that's part of the reason why I think that it's her in control because the guy started choking and the woman started saying please stop you know please stop and you know like sword wasn't going to kill a guy right so he really had something stuck in his throat and th- you know she told Vision to take it out so she's, I think she's in control I think she's in control but I don't think she real because like. Much like the Scarlet Witch character, much like House of M, she doesn't realize she's in control of that universe either, mm. you know, because she builds the House of M reality like her subconscious does it. Right. You know, more so than she actively, you know, makes these decisions. Mm. And don't, don't. Oh, go ahead, Dave. Barf. It just came to me. Sorry. Barf was the name of the technology from. That's right. Barf. <laughs> Barfalo, Barfalo mules. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. it's a spaceballs uh, reference. Spaceballs gag. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you, go ahead. I, I find it interesting that also 
And that's why it's confusing. Like, is this a setup? Is this her controlling it? Like, no one questions Vision taking the um, thing out of the guy's throat. But yet, uh, the one woman who I think might be one of the only real people questions her being teleported into the magic box. And the well, that's episode. because she's technically photon, right? Is is she supposed to be photon? I well, I don't know, right? I is mean, that the we, same? Act? I don't know. I've been, I, 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 I think that's her. I mean, that's going to be the actress. That is, she's playing that character, but then, like, yeah, again, she is. if she's in there, she's like either she's being controlled by Wanda or she's going along. Well, with, I, I think that, that's why I think like Wanda's making forcing them to, to play characters because if she were, you know, in there as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. trying to deal with this, this situation. Sword isn't S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, sword. I'm sorry. But that's sword. the thing. But that's but that's the point, though, is that sword isn't shield. Right. But yeah. but if she were but if she were in there as sword, she wouldn't have that. She wouldn't be like perplexed about that. She would have rolled with it. She wouldn't have said and said, "I don't know how I got there." It's like she's playing somebody who cognitively does it. Like is is in this sitcom does not know that she's there's, somebody else. Or there's giant cognitive dissonance between all the characters. Like mm. everyone's following some type of a bizarre structure pattern, but no one seems to quite, even the people participating right. don't seem to know why, which is, which adds the intrigue of the show. And Deborah Joe Rupp as uh, Mr. Hart's wife, the mom from that 70s show, brilliant casting, great performance, <laughs> spot on. She's amazing in everything she does. Big mm-hmm. fan. Like <clears throat> this, this show just hit me. I really want to know where it goes. And I'm glad they released two episodes. As opposed to one, because I think well, seen one would have been harder to bait the hook. Now, I've I've heard from people that have already seen the third episode. They don't they don't do none of them are doing any spoiler stuff yet. But like I've heard that they should have that some of them are saying they should have put out the first three episodes because the the end of the third episode is a real cliffhanger. Well, that's good because I think I think they just wanted to bait the hook enough, and I don't know if the first episode gives you enough of a hook to make you really want to come back. But the fact that the right. episodes the fact that the episodes are so short and so digestible, like they're sitcom length, actually, you know, knocking two of them out is is a piece of cake. Yes, you know, so it's like by the end of that second one, I'm like, I all right, like you know, film nerd, I was in from the get go, but I mean, like I was. Story-wise, I think by that end of that second episode, you're like, okay, something's going on here. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Emma Caulfield showed up as the daddy of my wife, and ooh, that's Anya. She's gonna be evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma <laughs> Caulfield, right? She just my wife literally stopped <laughs> and Buffy. pointed and said that. Yeah, she's like, she's gonna be evil because she it, is evil. It, I didn't recognize her first because she's older now, but yeah. but yeah, it was like, oh my god. My Buffy fan wife just nailed it immediately. She's like, she's gonna be evil. <laughs> So, so uh, yeah. um, the, uh, the ads, they put ads in the middle of these things. A yes. Stark ad and a Strucker ad. And a Strucker ad. Yeah. That yeah. was cool. I have a, I have a question for you guys that I thought of during the Strucker ad. Can, did they bring Pietro back? That's possible. That's, Cause they own him now. Right. I've been wondering that too, since, uh, since they bought Fox, are they right. going to bring him back? Well, if she, if she can bring vision, like I'm assuming, but did she bring vision, vision back? We don't know. We don't know if this. I'm is assuming it's the they bring Vision back. Well, Vision's an android, so like he can't. And Vision dies all the time. It's cliche. Yes. Like, so you can bring Vision back. Bringing Pietro back—that's something else. Like, because it opens up a can of worms that we can talk about later with resurrection in the Marvel universe. Well, but the thing is that this is—I mean, you're, we're talking about a reality warper who, if she hadn't been interrupted during Endgame, she would have taken she would have taken Thanos apart just by herself. 
Probably. She was in the middle of taking them apart, literally, by herself. Well, and here's the thing about Wanda, too, is they never quite, we've never really defined what she can do in the, right. in the MCU. Like, we know, because we've read the comics, just how damn, like, Scarlet Witch might be the most powerful mutant on Earth. Like, like her Jean Grey. Right, and she gets underplayed a lot until, like, until we get until we get the Fantastic Four and was it the Richard's son? But well, yeah, Frank. Yeah, you're right, Franklin's <laughs> the. But I mean, they, sometimes Franklin's uber powerful. Sometimes he's just a kid. Like Wanda's pretty damn powerful. Mm-hmm. So it's your reality warper. I mean, now here's another. I got Dave. This is another one for you. We got no more mutants in the comics. Are we going to get mutants? Like, yeah. will she speak mutants into existence? That's that's a. A really good question. It, I'm wondering, Thank see, you. I, because again, they're saying this is going to lead into Doctor Strange. So, is there going to be, um, like a, a, a glimpse into the multiverse in this show? And is that how some mutants come in? Is that how uh, Quicksilver comes back? Could they actually bring, you know, could they bring back the? Now here's a question Would it be interesting to bring back the Days of Future Past Quicksilver? Because that is Pietro Maximoff, uh-huh. but it's not her Pietro Maximoff. Right. You know? Because Wanda's in that movie, too. She's just a little, little kid, though. Yeah. Like, they got... We were really skirting, we were really skirting uh, legalities yeah. with that one. But, I, I mean, there's a lot. But, he, but he's he's much cooler. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> it's like... And, um, and there is... He had stuff to do. They didn't give the, that one enough stuff to do. Yeah, well, exactly. Except because, die. Because yeah. speedsters are usually overpowered. I mean, once you put a speedster in, if you let them really do what they could possibly do, they would win every fight. That being said, that scene in, in Days of Future Past is amazing. Oh, fuck yes. I mean, it's, yes. Just it's possibly the best single scene in the X-Men movies. Yeah. The, the time in the bottle? Yeah. The, the, the the burning house or the... No, when he's... um, I forget the scene, but it's like... Oh, that's uh, the Age of Apocalypse, the mansion, and then it's blowing that's up. That's good. That's good. I think the one in this, uh, Days of Future Past is When they were in the Pentagon. Yeah. And yes. Pentagon, that out the he's Pentagon. got the headphones on. He's listening to Jim Croce, and he's just, yeah. you know, it's awesome. He pushes the bullet out, out of the way. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's super cool. Super interesting use of a speedster in on film that we don't quite quite see. So, I really, I don't know, back to the story. I really love, I really enjoyed this show. I think it's got a lot of potential. I'll also say this. Um, the the more I think about it, most of the clips that they showed in the previews were from the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. So we really don't know where it's going. No, no. And smartly. But the first two episodes, like I thought about it too. I'm like, well, they totally told us exactly what the show was going to be. Yeah. You know, like they gave us sitcoms. They so they told us what this was going to be. Right. And but we don't like. I know one's gonna. I know one of them's gonna look like uh, Brady Bunch. One of them's gonna look like Family Ties. One of them's gonna look like Roseanne. Yep. That's all we know. And there's nine episodes. Yeah. Well, eventually, I think the the shit's gonna hit the fan, and then oh yeah, we'll, we'll... It, be, it damn well better. <laughs> Need yeah, that so... conflict. And uh, speaking of shit hitting the fan, we're gonna find out what our audience thinks. But first, we're gonna take our first commercial break, oh, and we'll yeah. be right back. Format out the window this week. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're gonna do a oh. little. Go ahead, John. Oh, no, I, what are we doing? Because there's there's like more. You don't stuff follow the format. You no, want to talk I, more so, about? You want to do more Wandavision talk? Yes, I want to do more. Dude, I want, I'm good with this. <laughs> like this is all I care all right, about. So right so, now. so 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 on social media, I did ask our fans what they thought of Wandavision. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna start with Twitter. 
we got uh hold on load up sorry um two peas on a pod podcast that's a great uh, title by the way two peas <laughs> on a pod if you're listening to the show well done uh they replied with um a gif of uh wanda and <laughs> at the at the party how really how is anybody doing this sober so which was a great line in the episode <laughs> um Omega Level Nerd Podcast said, confused with the understanding that it will make more sense in the future. Is Hickman writing this series? <laughs> well said, Don. Well said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anthony Bourne, this show makes little to no sense to me. Don't answer that. Fair enough. Uh, Randy Ra- Random Randy Savage uh, says, not confused, just tired of waiting. I feel like if they unlocked this whole thing at once, I would have binged it in a weekend and would have been disappointed. Boy, he is the ray of sunshine in the geek Randy, world. Of Randy, Randy, Randy. Uh, Nick D said, that's, and that's exactly why they don't do that. They want your hours of engagement. They want you to come back next week. Yes. Uh, said, nope, it's a mystery. Oh, because uh, let me let me say that I said, is anyone else confused by WandaVision? That's how I post the question uh, on Twitter. Uh, the Cheeky Cheese said, I have at least three solid theories. <laughs> uh, if you have three oh, yeah. th- uh, theories, you're confused. Um, Warren Fitzpatrick, I vote for intrigue. <laughs> Dave Porta, I vote for speculation. I speculate that she's pregnant with Adam Warhawk. No. <laughs> uh, to which later he replied, oh, I'm a false prophet again. She's not pregnant with, the tw- she's with Pregnant with the twins, Wicked and Speed. It's been shown in the trailers already. And in the comics. Yes. And uh, and Vanessa said, not even going to try. And Scarlet Witch comics are my jam. And the Super Zet toys, comics, and collectibles. In the comics, Wanda and Vision had kids. Later, Wanda went insane and almost destroyed reality when she realized there were no kids. She had just created an illusion. The series seems along those lines. Yeah, okay, okay. So I think I think they are calling out your nerd cred, Dave, and thinking you don't know anything. Yeah, exactly. I was I was having fun, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll 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 remember that for future. It is it is, but I mean, like, it's definitely confusing. It's intentionally confusing. Like, you know, they want to throw you for a loop and make you think about stuff. So it wasn't a bad question to propose. Yeah. Over on uh, the Instagrams. We got uh, the Ocho Ocho Dorle Parlay Hour podcast. Non-spoiler, happy with the MCO. Fresh take thus far. Uh, Trek Talking said, a little slow and repetitive. Wanting to find out how and where it fits into the MCU and the point of the whole vibe. Is that a fair criticism to to one hour of TV? Two half-hour episodes to call it slow? Like, they move really fast. Yeah, I, I that, that's actually going to move faster too. I mean, like, and it's not, and again, it's not a movie; it's a TV show. Like, aren't we used to like? It seems like people just like don't want a story. Not like, anymore. They just, they just no. want the check marks. Like, they want to read like like they want to read Wikipedia. Well, then just Wikipedia. actually, they only want Wikipedia. They want a they want a five minute video. Yeah, then, like then, watch the show, man. Read yeah, story. watch watch the show or wait till it's over and read the Wikipedia entry then. Uh, Zambam17 
Wow. Sucks, sucks so far, but trusting Marvel has a plan and it will be good soon. What do you wow. mean sucks so far? Wow. Dave, I want you to block him. <laughs> we don't like, block. Seriously. And uh, Disney- Kablock! <laughs> Kablock. <laughs> and Disney plus the fuss, I used to watch I Love Lucy and Bewitched. So the vibe they're going for so far makes sense and is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. When you understand the content, uh, context, Ooh, it feels it will be fun to see the bigger plots unfold as we s- see them transition to color. I think it, it will be great. So, yeah, um, exactly. Like, that's the point. Like, we're, it's a slow burn. They're slowly revealing things. You think people that waited that watched 22 movies to get to end, to get to Endgame would be a little more patient? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Well, those, if are the, people, those are the people that watch the five minute videos about each movie, or the five minute video about all the movies. I don't know. It's like we started in two thousand eight. We didn't get a wrap up till twenty nineteen, and they're like, "Time, let's go! Come on, yeah. I've already watched this for an hour." <laughs> I mean, are, you can understand them being excited, but yeah, patience, please. Yeah, and, let's let I, let's let a story build, man. Are we are we yeah. at a jumping off point for non diehards? At yeah, I think point. we might be, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, if you're not, because this is a this is a hard concept. All of these are deep cuts. That's yeah. the problem. And it's like I do I do think that this might be, I think this works better in TV where you can binge something, but mm-hmm. I can see this being a tough watch for people that aren't like super into Marvel or like appreciate the sitcom setup. Cause like I said, there's definitely people out there that want the smash bam boom, and you're not gonna get that with this show. Like, like I said, it's super ballsy. Like for for instance. Um, when in the first episode, one of the plates hits his head and she looks over and says, my husband with the indestructible head. And those of us that watched, you know, 12 years of, of Marvel are like, oh, right. Thanos ripped the thing, ripped the, 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 so the gem out of his head. Right. Like she, it didn't break, make, yeah. she would, she would make his head indestructible in this reality. If she could, it's like, you're, you're thinking about like everything that couple has been through Mm-hmm. everything that she's been through um and you know like that makes you invested in it more people that are just jumping on here are, are missing a whole bunch Boy, of context if, if you're just I jumping on here that'd be that's a bad move yeah i can't imagine anyone is jumping on at wandavision yeah, that's, i agree it, it doesn't work unless you've at least seen a couple of the avengers movies and know at least end game at least end game yeah right you know um that being said like I said, I do think that we live in a culture where, especially when it comes to TV, people prefer people prefer to binge. But Disney has trained us to be a little more patient, like traditional TV again, right? You know, and they want, quite frankly, that's nine episodes. That's you know what that is? That's three months of subscriptions. Yep. Yeah, smart. Yeah, that's really <laughs> smart on their part. Um, boy, but, that's but, the but mouse. You're, but you're right. It's like. And, and you know what, as a, as an anime watcher, right. I am used to, um, I'm, I'm used to watching an, a hundred episodes of an anime and, and having all of this backstory, you know, and so that when they say like one certain thing, you either break down crying or, or stand up cheering. Isn't that comics? Well, yeah, yeah but that's, but that's <laughs> the thing though, right. The, 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 you're, you've got, you're getting like this, this goes back to the fact that we geeks have taken over everything. Right. Oh yeah. So now that we own all, basically all of the most top grossing movies of all time, 
it's like, well, this is this is our culture, right? We're used to very deep cuts. We're used to very long, overarching storylines over multiple movies, over multiple, like, you know, multiple writers even. And, you know, the, the rest of the rest of them are the rest of people just want to see the fighting and the, the superpowers. And-, and again, I'm it's super gutsy of Marvel to make this their first Disney show. True. You know, because it, it requires is, the backstory. It, it is well, so much backstory, and it's so different than everything else we've been throwing at. And the Marvel Universe has not been afraid to be different. Like we were talking about Ant Man. Ant Man's a heist movie. Guardians of the Galaxy is this big space opera. You know, everything's a little different, but falls back into that into that same you know superhero genre. We're right. not in a superhero story right here. Yeah, this no, is going to be not, a love no, story. This is a love story. Yeah, it really is. It's a love story that's like I fear because I because I, you know, know the lore, I fear ends tragically. It's a, it's a situation comedy, guys. Um, speaking of situation comedies. How great is Elizabeth Olsen, by the way? Oh, my God. <laughs> She's fantastic. Both of them. Paul ben- yeah, Paul Bettany's they, great. They have real chemistry. Like, the two of them together, you can see them in love, right? I, I remember watching, uh, was it Civil War, or is it the first, is it? Um, Age of Ultron. No, it's when they first established their relationship. Oh, there was there was an Infinity War. It's Infinity War because it kind of comes out of left field. And I remember thinking mm, they're just going to throw this at us, huh? We're not going to well, do it. He work. saves her in, in Age of Ultron. He does. He does. You're right. But Wait, it just, no, like, you're right. It's Civil War is when they, you could see that there was something going on between them. Right, but you don't see it that there's a real thing until Infinity War. And I remember right. thinking mm, we're kind of getting gypped some of these moments. I don't feel that anymore. Like I feel like this entire show is going to do so much to like really build the two of them, and they're so great like elizabeth olsen is so good she's really like parroting these 60s like these the delivery uh, of these like characters and like mm-hmm. you know she's totally in the second episode channeling both uh you know mary tyler moore and elizabeth montgomery at the same time like it's she's so talented it's maybe it's, maybe a little i dream of genie too maybe a little bit of, yeah i don't know but like genie was always like she she never played it quite like like Sam was always in control, whereas Jeannie was just kind of like zanier. Yeah, and like you know, it's just like she looks like Laura. She looks like Mary Tyler Moore, and it's hard not to yeah. see. It's yeah. hard not to see the the parallels. They're like I don't know, man. This show is just for for a cinephile TV nut. It, this is really clicking something for me, man. It really yeah. is. I right, so I guess we're all going to keep watching it for at least one more week. <laughs> this week sucks i'm out uh, all right all right um speaking of shows that are out so we had talked about uh cw passed on black uh or the green Arrow and black, yeah the canary yeah. show and uh to which uh and so it's funny because like i think i mentioned this too like i forgot this was even a thing until you know the news came out and it's canceled um so Uchu Duro Parlay Hour, who I'm going to be able to say this one of these days, um, said the CW already had one time jumping show that did <laughs> the show that did on that did okay in ratings. Don't think we wanted a second. Yeah. Um, and then Randy from uh, Cult Forty Five said, "Yeah, they tried a backdoor pilot and." At the end of Arrow, but the problem was I honestly did not care for female Oliver. I liked male Felicity, but the whole thing reeked of dead horse. Dead horses are smelly. 
<laughs> well, they needed, they, they had already done angst for, you know, what, eight years. Like, re, like, you know, oh, I'm so tortured. I think we'd had enough of that at that point. Um, and then strongly, a strong style nerd said, Strong style. I like that. Uh, Is that like strong bad? (laughs) No, that's a rep. This Japanese wrestling. Oh. Uh, Ask me, it was time to let Arrow themed heroes rest on the CW. Not to mention the premise was weak to me. Just wasted two seasons of screen time with a future stuff, with the future stuff, including precious final season time given the trusted truncated season. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they flash forward it in the last two seasons and like, now that stuff's never going to pay off. So yeah, um, but I kind of, I kind of see. This is what I was getting at with like people jumping off the Marvel train. I think people are jumping off the CW train now. That uh, well, the C, well CW ran into a couple of problems: a truncated seasons because of COVID, right? B um, Ruby Rose le- leaving um, Batwoman. C uh, Arrow ending, um, and at least I mean it was starting to get stale, so you know it ended on a good note. And D, they 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 blew all of their you know like they they culminated in the uh, in the crisis on Infinite World Infinite right. Earth. So like at this point, you know all the all the other actors on say a couple of the actors are leaving on Legends. Right, Adam uh-huh. is leaving, and his wife. <laughs> um, so, you know, you're, you're starting to you're starting to lose you're losing momentum, and then COVID hit. It was like hitting a brick wall, and it's like, where do you go from here? Right? Yeah. Where do you where do you go after the crisis on Infinite Earths? Like, yeah. I mean, like when they killed Ali off in that, I'm like, okay, it's done. Like, where, where are we going? Like, yeah. Oh, and so, and. You rested it, this universe on his shoulders, and now you just killed him. Yeah, and Supergirl, Supergirl's ending. They're bringing Superman in, but I'm not really crazy about that yet. I mean, from what I've heard, what I'm hearing, and, and from that first uh, trailer, um, I don't know. I mean, it it looks more it looks more angsty. Well, you know, it's, it's what they do. You know, I know it's CW, but they um, they, they could tone it down just a bit. Speaking of the the trailer for uh, the Superman Lois show. Uh, none nice of your business. <laughs> none of your business over on uh, on the Twitter said it must have made for the CW CW Super Soaps. Superman's name first, but the show will be Lois with Clark. Kal El will be acting human, and Clark befuddled, looking interlaced with self-deprecating behavior. Lois will be the next best thing since Garlic Toast. I think you just described the 1990s show. Yes, hmm. was I that, was that a joke or like was he? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. None of you. What, what were you thinking? Um, I don't know. I'm starting to think it's going to be about the kids in high school. They're what? boys. They're they're they no. Have two boys they're not. The they're the. It's the wrong. They're the wrong ages for this. Like the show takes place in a time when I think the kids are just. Nah, the kids will be the kids will be teenagers, and that would put that would put it in. You know would, the, the the future Arrowverse, but then it wouldn't be low the the Superman and Lois show. It would be like the Super Sun show. Yeah, yeah. And then oh. f- finally, on a topic that just won't die, the Snyder Cut. 
Oh, oh my God. God. I can't wait comes <laughs> out. Like, it, I can't wait so we can stop talking about this damn movie. How long has this dominated this show? Two years? So, Maybe so, longer? So last week we talked about how um, Zack Snyder has ruled out there won't be any sequels and that he's only added two scenes uh, to this. Two he got four hours and only added two scenes. Well, if you were here last That's week, you could have talked about it. I know. Uh, movie, Gra- <laughs> movie Graveyard said, no, he had it more than two scenes, unless both those scenes were are 40 minutes long. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, to address that, we talked about it. It's like, it's not necessarily new scenes. It's a lot of unused footage. Yeah. They're just, there's just no, there's no editor on this movie. What a wonderful thought. <laughs> um and we so we basically picked everything up off off of the floor and put it back in the movie and that's it. I mean, yes. it's like yes, yes. <laughs> that, that's what we're getting. Do, um, do we have to read the next one? We're some idiot with a crying frog like meme. I'd rather just punch in the face than actually like deal with him. Oh, is that? Oh, is that? Well, oh, it's the same. It's it's a long that Pepe. Lines. Yeah, well, it's kind of a Pepe, but it's the handle saying Jesus Christ. Oh. Which my whole attitude looking at this is Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, basically, he he uh, echoes the last one. He says, "You really think he only added two scenes with the new with this new release? Highly doubt that." It's like, yeah, no, two new scenes. I call this guy a geek, but he doesn't listen to our show. So exactly. Hmm. Um, uh, and then Megapodtastic said, <laughs> "I can't believe this. I still want a Joss Whedon written and directed sequel." To the with no Snyder interference. Sadly, I don't think that's in the cards. Um, no, Joss Whedon is persona non grata right now. Regardless of that, Justice League wasn't good enough to get a sequel. You got that movie, it was called Avengers. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Shadow Walker said, Don't believe word, don't believe a word of Zack Snyder. His ego won't let him stop with just what. He has now. DC needs to say no to Snyder. Well, they did. They fired him. They're doing this because HBO needs content. But like, I don't think he's wrong. You know, do we need yeah. a black? Do we need a black and white version of this movie? <laughs> like, in tw- it already is black and white. In, but I was just saying, the movie, it's 2021. Do we need black and white movies, superhero movies <laughs> for characters that ne- for characters that never existed in black and white themselves? <sighs> Well, I don't know. Zack Snyder, man. All right. Well, when's this thing come out? I forget. March, I think, is what they're saying. Oh, thank God. All right. So if you enjoyed that and you want to be part of Social Media Madness, here's our good friend D Square to tell how you how you can follow us on social media. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast, as well as some other great content. Check the site often, because we are posting some great comic reviews, as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter, at SuperheroSpeak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. 
Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thank you for that, Don. We greatly appreciate your your inclusion. And don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. It's March, by the way. And it's coming out at March. Didn't I say March? Yes, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just confirming that. Beware the Ides of March. The, yeah. Snyder, the Snyder Cut is on the horizon. Well, while you guys are worried about the Ides of March, we're going to take our next commercial break and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. We've got a little bit of news. Uh, oh, not much I, I told to talk Don, about. I told Don, speaking of Don, that I'm going to write a thing for the website about why the Clone War or the Clone Saga was a good thing. I just need the time to do it. Hmm. So I know Don's oh. listening. It's coming. Don, <laughs> Don pooped on. They're doing a Miles Morales clone saga. And Don was like, it's the worst thing that ever happened to comics. I don't think he's necessarily wrong. All right. But I think I can justify it. All right, Don, go back in our archives and listen to our Ron friends. Um, uh, uh, who's the writer? Um, Jan Mess. No, well, no, I mean, he was the editor at the time. But Tom DeFalco? Yes. Uh, our, our, our Tom DeFalco, Ron Friends episode, where, and, and it's even in our intro of the show, like, where Tom talks about the Clone Saga. Just do it. it it's really good. Um, all right. On that note, um, the big news, the really, really big news that came out this week, I didn't, I didn't want to bury it at the bottom. Um, it looks as if Chris Evans might be returning as Captain America to the MCU. He poo-pooed it on his Twitter which makes me believe it's all the more possible. Exactly. That's thank you. Cause everyone kept going, Oh, it's not real. Cause he already said no, blah, blah. It's like every time a rumor like this comes out and the actor comes out and says, no, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. Happens every time. It's well, every time. When they, what's that? Pro wrestling one-on-one. Yeah. When, yeah. when they, when they offer you, you know, the amount of money that the same amount of money as your house weighs, you know, like, is it, I mean, they, they, even even um, was it even Iron Man's going to come back at one point or another? Not not permanently, but they'll so, they're going to pay these guys so much. Well, that's make that's know, that's my question too, right? Like and, like they're sitting there saying he's in negotiation. Like Deadline article basically says he's in negotiations to to reprise the role. And this well, is that, that's what you think is like we're talking real sources came out with this. This wasn't we got this covered. Yeah. Like <laughs> man, like, we love the. Oh, I love to bury those guys every chance I get. But like, no, like, like Variety and Hollywood Reporter, like real sort, which is why he had to address the rumor. Like, Mm -hmm. this is this is like there is smoke to this fire. This is a reality. Whether he comes back or not, it's a different story. But but then the question becomes: comes back in what capacity? Because there's about a thousand different ways he could come back. Old cap, new cap. I I was about to say, just off the top (laughs) of my head, he could just have a cameo as old cap in a movie. That's it. Like he doesn't have to come back as full fighting Captain America. You know what I would do? What would you do? In the second season of Falcon Winter Soldier, Secret Empire, hmm. the Nazi, the evil Hydra Cap. Yeah. Break America's heart. 
Screw America. So uh, do do? And then Bucky and the Winter Soldier. Bucky and uh, uh, Falcon have to fight a, an evil version of Cap off. Come on, man. That's good drama. That's what I would do. It's actually not a bad idea. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, though, because, I mean, let's get through season one before we worry about season two. But if he's in negotiation now, it could be a cliffhanger at the end of season one. I assume they're going to do. They're talking to him for a reason, you know? And I don't think, as an actor, I don't think he'd be interested in doing the same thing he was doing. Like, why would you come back unless they give you something new to do? Right. Exactly. You know? uh, yeah, unless, that's... unless he's so, like, desolated right now with, like, the state of the world that he wants to be Captain America again, which is possible. Well, the it, money, again, the money. The money's got to be really good. Well, when you're stupid rich, you know, like, the money means a little bit less. Well, okay. What are these guys getting in? What do you think these guys are getting? Are they getting residuals or something? Oh, yes. Yeah. Sag. So, oh, so, yeah. so you're they're rich. like, they're no, set he, for life then. With yeah, 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 yeah. He's rich for the rest of time. Like all of them are basically yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially Chris Evans and you know, Robert Downey Jr. Like they're getting paid and they're getting SAG money and royalties. And like, they're probably getting a little something off everything that features their face. As so, I mean, say, like, every figure that comes out that looks like them. Yeah. As long yeah. as it looks like them, they're going to get paid. Like SAG takes great care of people. You know, if you're in that union, like you're going to get money for the rest of your life for your work. So it's not like it's, and it's not like he's got a drug problem where he needs more money to like restart his life. For him, it's going to be like a do I want to do this kind of thing. Well, according to you, he's got a juice problem. Not a problem. He handles it quite well. <laughs> I you mean, ever notice I... he, he wasn't as big as he was in the first one. True. true. He's a lot bigger in, in First Avenger. So he, so he, heard... fan, fan, he, he, he hated Fantastic Four. Like, Well, so did we. <laughs> um, like... So we heard, we heard uh, JD's theory. John, do you have a theory on how they could bring Cat back and, and how you would like to see it? Well, uh, if we're dealing with different universes, I mean, like if we're they're leaning hard into the the multiverse thing, right? Right. So we could see him from a different universe. You know, that's possible. I mean, that's it, a good point. It's very. You could see any. They could bring back anybody. At this. It's literally nobody's dead, right? So we've got Loki. Loki from a different, um, a different timeline. Not even from a different universe, but just from a different timeline. He's he's kicking around now. Um, Scarlett Johansson, we're not even, sh- we're not even sure Black Widow was Black Widow when she died. Um, you know, cause we're getting a movie for her on May 7th and who knows what, what the end of that's going to show. Uh, so like, you know, all these guys are up in the air and you bring the multiverse into that. Nobody's dead. Anybody can come back at any time. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that would be interesting if you do along the lines of what JD said, take him from an alternate reality where it was Captain Germany, let's say, and Germany wins World War II, you know, and in his mind, he's, you know, again, it's about that perspective of history is written by the winners. So in his mind, he's doing the right thing, you know, and then you get that whole conflict. I I don't know if you'd want to mess with it that hard, right? You don't want a Captain America that was all for murdering 6 million Jews. (laughs) Um, you I can think, do you I, avoid and you do Hydra, which is what they do in the Marvel, right? Universe. Right, right. Exactly. But, but the, the, the thing is, I don't know if they, I don't know if they that's want the to thing, with the character like that. That's they? the but what you just proposed is Captain America Red Sun, yep, right, exactly true. Or, or what you could do too, I just thought of this is it is you could do, um, the, oh, shoot, what was his name? Came the uh, the uh, the grand director Captain America, the commie smasher Captain America, who looked just like Steve Rogers, who yeah. uh goes evil you know 
Yeah. That's an option you can do too. Like I said, I'm more, I'm very interested in the bringing Chris Evans back as an evil version of Captain America, especially if you're trying to push Bucky and, and, or I should say Winter Soldier and Falcon as like the next generation. Like, I think that having him back, it's like that Optimus Prime episode where they're going to bring him back the first time and he's, he's like rotting and doesn't work anymore. And you have to learn to let him go. And then six episodes later, they bring him back. Um, of course. Yeah, of course. But that, that Transformers, neither here nor there. But I mean, there's something interesting to me about, about having him do an evil version of Captain America. Part of me hopes I'm wrong, but another part of me sees like that there's so much dramatic potential in that. I, oh, I, I agree. Oh, I yeah. agree. I think, but most likely we're just going to get him up and get him in old man makeup. And it's a waste of time in my opinion. You know, I could, hope they don't do that. He could show up in the Loki show because Loki's going Good. back and forth in time. Right. So he could go back to, you know, Hey, uh, why don't you why don't you come out of the house for a bit? We got to go on an adventure, a quick adventure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna also throw this out there too. Um, if we're going down the road of House of M, but then again, we're already in Wandavision, and we think this is their play on House of M. Um, in House of M, uh, that's one of the things she changed. He never becomes Captain America. It's true. He's just an old man uh, in the story. So you could do Marvel sixteen ten where he's like. An American, oh. a white a white American Indian with like that's a it sounds worse than it actually is the story is mm-hmm. actually really good Gaiman does a good job with them there's a lot man there's so much there's so much IP for them oh. to choose from oh. let me guess they think the X-Men are witches yeah. well wait 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 did you ever read so, that did you ever read yeah. Marvel no, 16 it's, uh, Neil Gaiman did a guest spot on uh, Big Bang Theory oh okay. I never saw that one okay yeah. but one of the one of the, um, one of the uh, uh, Easter eggs in the first episode is when they're walking to the house, the house number is 2,800. And there's speculation that that 2,800 is the number of the universe that they're in. That is what I'm going to call a deep guess. Yeah, I know. Because I, if just, they were, it, because like if they were in a universe, it would be 616. You well, know, the universe she's in, right? The MCU I mean, isn't 616. I can't remember what they call it. It's like 19999 or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that, it's its own universe. It's they, gave, they, gave, they gave it like, I think it's, 19,999. I think 19, that's the MCU. So 1999. That's probably the year. That's no, probably not, the year Marvel Stupid Studios was incorporated or something like that. No, 19,999. Yeah, yeah I, but it's I, 1999. Just, you know? Well, yeah. But yeah. That's what I'm saying. They did that for because of something to do with the company in 1999, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot they can do. Like, I don't think that has anything to do with the address. The address might mean something, but I don't think it's the universe. Maybe that's the number of multiverses. That's a very DC move if they were to do that. Yeah. I hope they don't do that. Oh, I would love it. Screw DC. I mean, uh, but I mean, like, it's like, but that's something they would do. Like, it's a very Dan DiDio, you know, 52, 52, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm a little on that idea. So, but, so the, the, the MCU is officially Earth 199,999. Yeah. It's that's, a plan. That, it's a plan, some, 1999. Something or something happened in August of, uh, no, September, I'm sorry, of uh, 1999 as well. Um. All right. Well, moving on. So I guess, okay, before we move on, I guess we're all saying we're kind of intrigued. We think Chris Evans is, is BSing us and that he actually is coming back. We'll have to see what happens. Um, staying in the MCU, we have uh, gotten confirmation that Ethan Hawke will be playing the villain opposite Iser, Oscar Isaac in uh, Moon Knight. No word on which villain he is playing. So uh, He'll be playing Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> as a true villain <laughs> be playing a sexy man wherever he does that's the damn um what do we think of this enough. casting guys and who do we 
think he could be playing. I Moon Knight is so off my radar. Yeah, me I, too. I think I own a couple of copies down me. down in the basement, but I never yeah. never read them. So Jack I've read Russell. a few. Hmm? He, I, my guess is he's going to play Jack Russell, the Moon, the Werewolf by Night. I, I thought Jack Russell was a terrier. He is. That's that's why it's a it's one of those Marvel names. Uh, no, the werewolf's real name is Jack Russell. I thought you meant Jack Russell from Big Trouble in Little China, but that would be Jack Burton. <laughs> oh, Jack yes. Burton, right? Played yes. by Kurt Russell. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, Jack but, Russell. Moon Knight, debu- <laughs> Moon Knight debuts in Werewolf by Night, and that's mm-hmm. like his first thing is going against this werewolf. So that's a that's a possibility I could see is maybe he's playing Jack Russell. Other than that, I have I don't have a, the foggiest clue. And that is a. That's a very MCU move too, is to try to use to try to use villains close to their original origin. Yeah, which they do usually, and it's weird because Jack Russell's not typically a villain, but Moon Knight's also batshit crazy. So you know, it's right it's possible. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What's the last thing I saw with Ethan Hawke in it? I think it's saw one of those before Sunrise movies. Was the last thing I saw with him in it. He's also yeah. in the one of the pur- the early Purge. I think he's in the first Purge movie. That might like, be it. Yeah. He's a good actor. He's a real good actor. Yeah, he's getting up there. 50. Let's turn 50. Yeah. He looks looks... great for 50. Let's be real. Eh, All right. Are you saying you'd still sleep with him, JD? If he's paying me, yeah, absolutely. Uh (laughs) Is this an indecent proposal scenario? I'll take the money. All right, John, how much you offering him to sleep with Ethan Hawke? I don't want any part of this action whatsoever. (laughs) I want to be as as far away from it as possible. Thank you very much. More money for me. (sighs) So, yeah, I'll, I'll back that up. He's probably playing uh, Jack Russell. And um, yeah, I don't know. So who do you guys think he's playing? Let us know in the comments below over on uh, on Facebook or uh, Twitter. And uh, we will talk about it next week. So moving on, um, the movie that will never die. This just do, came out. Do we and I wasn't going to I wasn't going to do this. I wasn't. New you news. sent me this article. This I wasn't going to talk about it's it. Like, <laughs> that's true. I did do this is my fault. So um, originally... They said that we were going to get four one-hour episodes of the Snyder Cut. Oh, my God. Now Zack Snyder's going, nah, it's going to come out as one four-hour movie. Well, I'm taking that day off. Does HBO Max know what they're doing? I think they do. I think what they discovered is when they tried to split it into four one-hour things, they realized it just can't work. Like, they just it must not work that way. Because, again, they would much rather have you come back. Yeah. True. You know? so But it probably makes no sense in that regard. Well, it's not going to make any sense anyway, but probably like it may, holds no narrative structure in that form. So so did Snyder look at the Watchmen film and go, yes, but longer? Yes, I mean, it's his movie. It's, I was going to say, what do you, it's the same, the same director. I, I know. It's just, it's, it's like, but, but that one has been poo-pooed for having been overly not, long and not by Zack Snyder. Oh, I mean, well, it's true. Yeah, it's like, According to yeah. Zack Snyder, it's the most brilliant great, thing ever. Yeah, greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm sure. It's like he does have bread, a longer, which I will, which I will bake. Um, he does have a longer cut of it too, of Watchmen with the uh, the black uh, black pearl. Why did I forget the name of the pirate? The pirate story. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the pirate. Pirates of the yeah. Caribbean. No, no, no. There's no, the, no. I the think pirate story. No, Black Pearl is the, is the boat from Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean. I know. I said after I said it, I can't remember the name of the boat and in Watchmen, but yeah, they have the animated version of that in one of the cuts that got released on Blu-ray like a decade ago. Um, if I had liked the first Watchmen movie, I probably would have bought it, but I didn't, so I didn't. Yeah, that might be cool if you could just pull out the cartoon. You might be right. That's probably It probably exists somewhere on YouTube or some something. Yeah. 
That's probably floating out there. Some nerd took the time and edited it together. <laughs> yeah, I have no guys. The more time progresses, the less interested I am in this movie. Like at first, I was really digging on it from like a car wreck perspective, but the fact that we have to talk about some change in this plan every week. Yeah, I know. That's that's just exhausting. That's what I'm getting at. It's just like it's getting worse and worse. It sounds worse. It, it's like okay, fine. You decided to do it, but they keep talking about it. Like because because the Snyder the Snyder cut people are insane, and they just love to talk about it. Like it's this movie is like a religion, and no matter what happens, they're gonna love it. Like this is oh, this yeah. is like the Book of Mormon. Like they're just gonna <laughs> love it so much, you know. Not to pick on any Mormons out there, I just couldn't think of anything else top of top of my head. <laughs> but I mean, like, I just they're gonna like adore this thing, and the rest I of was, us are gonna go, "What am I watching?" I was thinking of the musical from uh, the guys who do uh, South Park. Sure, that too. It works on multiple levels. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I know we're gonna we gotta watch it for the show, but it's just like the more time goes on, the more we have to talk about it. Like, the less interested I become, and the more I feel like I'm going to the dentist. Probably literally what it's going to be like. That's what I feel like. I feel like, well, we have to talk about this. I would tell my wife, well, I have to watch this movie. I'm not going to get any writing done this weekend because mm-hmm. I have to spend four hours of my life watching this movie that I know I'm going to hate. And not, just, like, and not just any dentist, the dentist from Little Shop of Horrors. Like Steve Martin. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> causing people pain. Right. Do, 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 do. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and here's the thing. So tonight, for some odd reason... On Cartoon Network, they premiered Justice League earlier tonight when I was watching dinner. It was on. I'm like, Warner Media, man. Yeah. And I was like, there's nothing else on. I put it on and I'm watching it. I mean, on Cartoon Network? Yes, on Cartoon Network. Oh, God. This is like the History Channel, which doesn't really show history. And it was on. It doesn't show history. And and they had it on, (laughs) like, you know, during dinner time. So, like, kids could watch it and stuff. Yeah, but Cartoon Network isn't really watched by kids. Kids watch Boomerang. You know, kids watch their other stuff. Like the Cartoon Network night is usually just nerds, anime fans, you know? It's a no, different I, audience. I, I don't know. I, I think that's not the adult swim. I was thinking, like, because, anyway. Um, but, yeah, it was just like, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is bad. Oh, like, yeah. It's aged worse, too, than I think. That's what that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, like, this is aged terribly. And it was hard to begin with. I mean, Steppenwolf saying mother over and over again <laughs> i know it's <laughs> painful to watch i don't know what they were thinking with that movie man like i remember watching it but like this is very meh. but I'm not, i don't remember hating it but i've in the part in the times that like it's been on or i've tried to watch it or something it's just like can't. Oh god you can't get through just, it anymore it's just awful which is sad because i just love all those characters so much but i just really don't like Zack snyder's vision and it is it's you could say joss whedon whatever but I mean, it's, Zach, it's still Zack Snyder's vision. And I know we're going to get a whole new movie with a sharper, pointier Steppenwolf. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't care, man. It's, it's going to be hard to sit through it, but four we hours? Have, we have to for the show. Like, That's a lot of popcorn. Hours? I mean, I don't, are, I don't are know. Are we going to be able to sit through it in one sitting? That's my question. I don't think so, man. Four hours? That's like two nights. Like, that's a, that's a big ask of any yeah. audience. Like, they that, would, like, no. No, no uh, studio in the world would let that go, which is why the movie was edited down. Like, no studio in the world would ask that of an audience. See, that, unless you're I, talking like Gone with the Wind or something like that. I could fold all of my laundry and still have time for like two full bags of popcorn from Amazon. <laughs> like, um, 
the big ones with the caramel. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm wondering um, <laughs> what. Uh, Go on. I'm sorry. I'm laughing at our technical difficulty. That's uh, not a technical difficulty. That's, a, that's a COVID 2020 moment. Thing yeah. that's happened. 2021. Anyway. It's a cute um, moment. It's a cute moment. It's a cute mm-hmm. moment. It's a technical cuteness. Um, <laughs> he left the door open. Oh, okay. So anyway, I think of JD and he can sit there and at least watch it with a, with a, with his, his technical cuteness and his wife and not. He ain't feel- seeing that. Okay, we well, can. Watch I'm not it. putting my five year. He'll be five at that time. He'll. I ain't putting a five year old through that. He might he'll like watching the action. He hate superheroes if we make him watch sex night movies. <laughs> yeah, I no, can't seriously. Live in that world. You're absolutely right about that. That's the problem. He'll make it. It makes them boring and stupid to yeah, kids. Right. No kids like but, those movies. It's okay. all liked by dudes in their like thirties who are like unhappy and want everyone to. It's like and even like then, John like them. It's like that's true. Um, it's very gothic. <laughs> it's very like um, emo emo heroes. Yeah, mm-hmm. super emos. Like uh, the world is sad. Like, <laughs> like imagine if Frank Miller wrote every. Imagine if a knockoff of Frank Miller wrote every superhero story oh. ever. Like that's what it is. So bad. But poor John and I are going to be alone watching this. What? Oh, I'm not, you think my out. wife's going to watch this with me? She didn't even she I did she never saw the first Justice League and then she got to watch it on her own and she was like this sucks like there's no way anyone's gonna watch this was, piece of shit with it's me. it's like it was written was, by Frank Miller directed by Neil Breen and produced by Dinesh D'Souza no I if mean, it was written by like, Frank Miller it would make sense though but, like, <laughs> but I mean Frank Miller would find a way to make it like fun and like interesting right. with being dark but then it would it's be like directed doing, by Neil Breen and then it would be, like, be produced by Dinesh guy, D'Souza so it'd be like, like a guy like doing an impression of Frank Miller. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to rip on any actual bad writers, so I won't do that. But it's like, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Howard Mackey. I'll pick uh, anyway. You no, were, it makes you, sense, though. I was trying to set something up. And you ruined my joke. I was going to say, oh, sorry, so maybe John and I can get together and cuddle while we watch it. So <laughs> that'd be cute. I don't know which of those is worse. <laughs> I get vaccinated. My God, I don't know which one of those is worse. <laughs> How do I not know which one of those is worse? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was proposing, uh, I was proposing that when that when that came out, we should like do it like a, a live watch, watch it together on the show. Four hours, we can't do that to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do that to our audience. No, that we won't listen. We'll lose the audience. Like, uh, no, you need men- you need mental breaks in between. You need potty breaks in between. Like four hours. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna put it out there. Do you guys want us to live watch it and get our reactions? I, or you just want us to review it afterwards? This is my dude, fault. Dude. This is my fault. This is on me. So let us know in the comments below Dave, over Dave, on Twitter and Facebook. Dave, make a poll. God damn it. <laughs> For the show, make a poll. Right. I, 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 hey, I'm saying if we did do that, okay. if we did do that, and if we did do that, I am writing out my last will and testament. If we did do that, <laughs> I am, I because, because you know, aneurysms are a thing. Um, I... I am saying that we are going to do this like an MST3K episode because oh, yeah, there's absolutely. no way we're not, oh, yeah. there's no way we're keeping our trap shut during while, while watching this thing. Well, we're podcasters. I hope we don't keep our trap shut. Then we have to actually watch the movie. Right. Okay. I mean, deep yes. vein thrombrosis and, and, and well, we have and to because like, because if we if we if we do that, we ha- it has to be transformative. We can't just it's like the ro- it's like the Robin 
uh, uh, issue where DC put the 900 number in. You got to choose whether Robin lived or died. <laughs> of the course, audience, you're going to the, take the most masochistic. Oh, of course, the Twitterverse will <laughs> oh, I, torture these four, these three guys. Four, we should get down and two just to make to spread the pain. Uh, of course, <laughs> yes, but I but oh. I already know the Geek World All Stars is going <laughs> to say yes. Watch it live. They're going <laughs> to run, run a campaintain for it. <laughs> That's because, that's because they, it's an easy way to take out the competition. It's like, you know, we could, come, I know Joey's going to do that poll. Hey, hold on. <laughs> you know what we could do is we could do it together in one four-hour session and break it up into four one-hour podcasts. And then we'd have a month of shows done. It would take us that long to recover. So sure. You know, that's, why not? Yes. Because <laughs> we're not going to talk to each other for a month after that. <laughs> or yeah, anybody exactly. else for that matter. <laughs> but then we'd have, four, we'd have four hours of content finished. Think about it. That's All right. All right. Uh, and then on YouTube, we released the director's track, which would be all four, and you sync it up to the movie, like, you know, the lions, like the, uh, like the lion roar, dark side of the moon thing, you know? I was thinking more Nine Inch Nails, but okay. Now, now when we okay, do it, do we this. all turn what? our backs to the camera so it looks like we're watching the movie? That would make for very poor video. Um, oh, okay. okay. That would, no. What, no, hold on. Did, John, what are you talking about, the Nine Inch Nails? I don't know this. The soundtrack. I was just saying, you know. Just what is what or, is, or, the, is or like a legend about nine inch a nine inch nail? I don't know. I was just I was just reading something about them today, and so I oh I, I don't you I don't know, know how things Trent just pop Reznor, out of my head. I haven't watched it yet, but Trent Reznor wrote the score to Soul. Trent Reznor writes a lot. Of, he's an Academy Award winning film composer. Now. I didn't know that. I know yeah. head he like a whole black as your soul. Yeah, like, he did the Social Network. He did. He's done a lot of stuff. Trent Reznor's had a second life as a. Oh, um, an alternative to Hans Zimmer. Oh, they're they're the they're the, the, he he does as much stuff as the guys from ABBA did. They, I mean, you they, totally missed you, it. You, yeah, I know. <laughs> you, never mind. I'm gonna <laughs> shut up now. John's eternal hate for Zimmer. All right. No, he Zimmer he does have eternal hate for Hans Zimmer. Uh, all right, all right. Well, that, look for that poll coming soon. Uh, I won't release the poll until after this episode comes the, out. Look for this poll. Um. Um, and then our last bit of news this week. Uh, I kind of like this. That's why I included it. I, I, I would like to see this happen. Um, so re- everyone remembers at the end of Revenge of the Sith, um, they hint that uh, Obi-Wan now has the ability to talk to Qui-Gon via, you know, like how Obi-Wan talks to Luke in in the original For- trilogy. Force ghosts. Uh, Force ghosts, but they never pay off on that. Which well, is Liam, disappointing. Liam Neeson has now come out and said he's open to returning as Qui-Gon Jinn uh, for the Obi-Wan series. And I think that would be cool to have one or two episodes where he shows up as a Force ghost. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, but now we know that Force ghosts can, like, basically, you know, affect the real world. No, no, that doesn't happen. That doesn't exist. (laughs) It doesn't exist. (laughs) Well, I've I've often wondered why uh, the Obi-Wan Force ghost had to sit down on on Endor. If he's a ghost, why does he need to sit? <laughs> well, yeah, but now we know that they can actually bring down Force Lightning. <laughs> Come on, I mean, yeah, I know it's it's it it it's going to be a joke. You know, if you I could do that, what's it. what's the point? If you can control that much of the outside world, what's the point of wearing if you die or not? I, How did the did Sith it, ever lose if they could take out entire fleets of ships by themselves? I mean, how did they ever freaking lose? <laughs> There's only two of them. Well, yeah, but they can Not take an entire fleet. I mean, no. See, if you read the if you read the extended lore, there's that's why there's only two because they would fight each other. Mm-hmm. That's why they lost. And that's what happens too. Is that like that's all Luke's bringing Luke in is you know they're both both Palpatine and Vader plotting against each other. 
by bringing Luke in, you know, right. Vader, Vader thinks him and Luke can take over and, and the emperor thinks he can trade up for the, uh, for a Skywalker that isn't an invalid, you know? See, that always seemed way oversimplified to me because like, if it's were, Star if Wars, were, I, I know. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, worst line from, from justice league. That seems like an oversimplification. <laughs> Dude, I don't. I I don't have any. I, I thought it was Martha. <laughs> that's Batman v Superman. Oh, that's true. Sorry, they blend together. They're so yeah, bad. exactly. Did you see the John? Did you see the meme floating around with Godzilla and King Kong, where uh, Godzilla quotes the it's Godzilla. He quotes a line from from uh, from uh, Batman v Superman, and he goes Mothra. Why'd you say that name? Why did you say Mothra? That's awesome. Hilarious. Oh, I thought of you the first time I saw it. That's I, great. I, I love I, those movies. I was brought up on those. Oh, God. Andy's, Andy's All right. Going a Godzilla kick right now. <laughs> All right. But, John, are you up for Qui-Gon returning in the Obi-Wan? Uh, as long as, um, what's his name? The director. Uh, guy who's writing it. Duh. Um, the, who's in charge of those? Who is writing that one? I don't. Remember. I don't know who's writing the Obi Wan. It's it, yeah, but 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 the guy in charge of them, the one who's doing Mandalorian. Why can't I remember his it's name? It's not John Favreau. John no. Favreau's doing Mandalorian. I thought we, but Favreau's Favreau's going to have pull on this. Like it, like this whole thing is starting basically under him, isn't it? No, uh, no, no. He's in charge of the Mandalorian. I think he's a hired he's, gun. Yeah, much like the Mandalorian. Nice. Uh, I, to the I, I'm, up, I'm up for it as long as it's done right. But if it's what's her face that's in charge of it, who like came out with those? I don't. Let's, uh, not, let's not do this again. Let's not do this all again. Right. All right. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, hey, even um, wh- uh, whatever I, I, whatever the situation is, that those three movies were done under her watch. Joby Harold is the writer for I, the Obi Wan series. Okay, and they are. And what, known, he is known for. What else is he? Oh, doing? he wrote John Wick. He he's a writer on John Wick. Ooh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Ooh. Oh, okay, not bad. Well, it, just just the John Wick cred so, is like. Oh, so, I would like to see a John Wick Jedi movie. Yes, please. He's the producer uh, on that. Did the King Arthur thing? Hmm. All right. Yeah, John Wick. John. Damn. Yeah, but yeah, no. Really, no what is a realistic lightsaber scene? I mean, <laughs> well, he's John—he's not John Woo. Like, we're not getting that, but I mean, that would be cool. Um, yeah, John yeah no, no more Kathleen Kennedy talk. We had plenty slow motion two forks. weeks ago and more last <laughs> week when you were here. Forks. <laughs> you need to go back and watch last week's episode, John. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you were brought up a lot. <laughs> Shouldn't, I was picking on John the whole time he wasn't here. Because I know he wasn't going to listen. I'm like, John's not going to listen. So, <laughs> I, that, 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 yeah, that's what I'm hearing. A lot. <laughs> well, it was one of, a big point chunk of the show was continuing the conversation without yes. you. Be like, well, it's it's unfair to do this without John, but you know. Well, I was having an argument with my stomach at the time, so I get it. I, I as do. as a celiac person, I understand those arguments so, are not fun. So, so instead of arguing yeah. with us, you argued with your stomach. Well, yeah. Well, I, and I lost for a long time. <laughs> well, if any of you are out there right now arguing with your stomachs, I need to take a quick uh, potty break. We're going to take our last commercial break and be right back with our main topic. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. All right. All right. We're back. Um, so I was thinking, all right, we've, we're now in a world where we've got Marvel movies, Marvel TV shows. We've got DC movies and TV, DC TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had 
more from Marvel, we've had actual storylines adapted into the MCU. Um, they've kind of adapted ideas from the DC comics, but not full stories, except Flashpoint like 10 times. Um, yes. So I was kind of curious. Uh, we, we, what are some storylines from the comics that we haven't gotten yet that you guys would like to see? Um, so so I, I'm hoping you guys thought about this before we got on air and aren't just trying to come up with something off the top of your head now. Uh, I will start, since you guys both look perplexed. No, I got stuff. I, I'm, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm always prepared. That's all right. All right. All right. All right, J.D. Then, then for, what, what is one of your picks? And, and, and would it be a movie or a TV show? I think everything works better in TV show, to be honest with you. Now that we have this Disney Plus world, I would rather see everything go there and skip the movie theater. That's me. Okay. What, you get more content that way. You do get more content that way. I would like to see Spider-Man, the clone saga. As a gag? What? No. I don't know. Wait, you the one where he gives birth to himself? You don't, no, that was oh, the no, saga. That was the other. That was the other, yeah. No, no. No, the clone, the saga, clone which, saga, which I, that wasn't about clones. That was about, that was about becoming a spider. Oh. Um, no, you. I, I, I professed my love for the clone saga like an hour ago. So not even listening to the show you're on. Uh, <laughs> like, I know, I think the clone saga is an underrated, um, it's many, like not a miniseries. It was an, it was more than an event. It was one year of, one year plus god no i think back two years it went on for a while it, it, go go back and listen to that episode i'm telling you because that, be- that was before my time um, he listened he but he lays the whole thing out and why it lasted so long and all of oh, that and it was it was working and it was but it was a very interesting time in the comics and i think that if you translate the clone saga into the mcu you would get something very interesting i would like to see kane i would like to see a ben riley i think so, that stuff would be interesting would be interesting in this MCU universe. So the first time we all know the first time they introduced cloning in Spider-Man was, was it in the seventies? Seventies. Mm-hmm. With Jackal. He's the first one that cloned Spider-Man. Well, he's the one that's behind the clone saga. He's behind well. the clone saga. He, he made the, the initial clone is who becomes Ben Riley. Yes. Yes. And then you get, what's cool about it is like you get the good brother and the v, the evil brother. And then over 20 years, the good brother, and the evil brother switch places. So the fact now you have Kane is kind of the dark, he went from being this villain to this dark Spider-Man, this like, you know, Kane becomes like this like anti-hero good guy. And Ben Riley becomes like, he goes from being Peter's like literal clone in almost every way to being really the mad version of Peter Parker. Like there's a lot there, man. What's interesting is they did an adaption of the original story, not the clone saga, the original cloning story. Where, where? The live action uh, 70s Spider-Man TV series. Really? Late 70s, early 80s. The Nicholas Hammond one? I didn't yep. know that. Yep. One of the episodes, he gets cloned. They did the clone. I think they did the clone saga or like, a, you know, the first clone uh, stuff. I believe they did it in the, the 90s 94 cartoon. The Spider-Man. And they kind of played with it a little bit in the, uh, yeah, in the, 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 not this current iteration of Disney cartoons, but the prior one. They started playing with the clone ideas, but we've never really gotten the full on clone saga and i think there's stuff you can do with it because you know where it went wrong and you know the good things happen so you can play into the strengths yeah what always gets me is that to this day ben riley is a fan favorite yeah people love that character so like why they haven't 
embraced him is beyond me. They did. They brought him back. He's evil. But I'm he's saying, the new jackal. Like, yeah, I know. Th- that's what I'm saying. Like, they didn't embrace him as a hero because you don't need him. Like the thing with Ben Riley, Ben Riley was brought in to replace Peter Parker when the thought was Peter Parker was broken. So Ben Riley, in and of himself, is a redundant character. That's why I was I was always interested in Kane because with Kane you could do dark stuff with Spider Man, and they eventually yeah. did when they brought when they made Kane the Scarlet Spider. But then, so when they did bring Ben Riley back, it's like, okay, what are you going to do with Ben Riley that doesn't make him? you know, just Peter part two, which is all Ben really was. So you make him evil. You make him the mad brother, the one who had everything who lost it. There's a lot of cool. There's so much, there's so much cool stuff with those characters that can be done. You know, Bendis had a version of the clone saga in the ultimate Spider-Man book. That was, you know, way more simplified, way more stripped down. It was was six inches as opposed to like 60 and it worked out pretty good, but yeah, there's a lot there, man. That's what I would do. How about you, John? Can be DC or Marvel, right? Yep. I want to see Static Shock from beginning. Oh, good call. I mean, think think about it. like the the emotional weight of that story and what they could do with it um, I in think this they, day and age. They said they're going to do Static Shock, but they said they're going to do that on HBO Max. I think. Worse for me, TV. I, I'm, I'm I'm good with like with, yeah. with series. As long as as long as it's an episode, yes. Yeah, as long as it's a series, I'm happy. I like and, and it's done well. I mean, we Not all know CW. that. Uh, uh, what's his name wants to to produce it or and direct it um, yeah someone talked michael ooh. b jordan yeah i'm down he's too old to play static shock but i mean right. like or static excuse yeah. me but like um yeah him him if you get him and coogler working on it together sold you know yeah. i would love that so you want a direct translation of the comics or you just want the character i well i mean the this the the backstory of the character you know with his mother dying and and, you know, coming from basically a ghetto and, you know, how he gained his powers, you know, mostly during a, uh, a basically a gang war. I mean, it's a, there's so much you could do with that. Um, yeah. As long, as long as Zack Snyder has nothing to do with it. it and, and it, you know, it wouldn't work as a CW show uh, because CW, it, it'd be, they'd put too much, too, weighty. too like much real. teen angst, too much. Yeah. But you could do teen angst with with static shock. Honestly, you, you you could you could, but not the same kind of like it, this. It's way more serious than yeah, what you get I, in there. You know, I agree. I agree. I don't think they would do that tone right. I think they would probably have the wrong writers' room with the right yeah. people working on it. It could be very very good. Yeah, because it it that one should really be able to like reach and grab your your heartstrings and yeah, rip them out a couple of times. I mean, plus you know he's for for these days he's a really good hero. You know. So, um, yeah, there you go. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Can't disagree with that. Um, uh, the first thing that I thought of when I thought about this, it's kind of why I did it. And DC kind of tried to do a version of it on TV as a sitcom, but it's, you know, I don't think it worked. Um, is Marvel's as a TV series on Disney plus. Martin, you mean the Alex Ross, Kurt Busiek Marvel's that one? Yes. Yes, tell the stories, and you can do them even in flashback. Tell the you know the mm-hmm. stories from the perspective of the regular person, from the reporter who's Phil Sheldon, running, yeah, yeah, Sheldon who's running around uh, covering these stories, and you can even you can even go back to like uh, him telling the story of the first move, the first Avengers movie, and you know just reuse a lot of footage too. So you know, but I think it would be cool to like. It, it would be different. It's something that would work on TV as opposed to um, that obviously wouldn't work as a movie. And it's again, like 
And, and what got me thinking about it was WandaVision. Like, they're taking a huge step and doing something really different with this. So didn't now they, uh, Marvels would be something that really different. Didn't they do something like that with Vanessa Hudgens? Yeah, that was like a comedy, and it was like on the outskirts. Like, it wasn't really like... What, Dave, what Dave's talking about here is you're like, because Phil Sheldon was a photographer who actually like captured those moments. They played off like he was the, the photographer on the scene for these giant moments in the Marvel universe, as opposed to people who just merely exist in the same universe. It was called Powerless. That's it. Yeah, right, it right. Was- like he, like he, he's there when Galactus shows up yeah. in the comic. And, you know, there's four issues in the series, you know. Alex when- Ross Hart, beautiful. Yes. Yeah. So, so that was my first pick. Um, got any... Uh, Got any other ones, JD? Yeah, I would really like to see uh, the new Frontier done in that in that mm. early '60s vibe. You know, were you really embracing? Uh, I'll call it Silver Age science fiction because it wasn't that it was more of like the Golden Age of science fiction for film. But I mean, with that type of an idea, where you really where you're dealing with the stuff that we we saw from the Darwin Cookbook when we reviewed it earlier this year, and you're doing a Hal Jordan coming up in the space race and you know, I think I think that would be a fun series. If you're gonna if you're gonna do New Frontier, do you recast all the characters? I do, yeah, because it's a different universe. I do think okay. you have to recast yeah. them all. Yeah, because they every all their timelines are off. They're, yeah, they're so you'd have I would have like a Nathan Fillion playing Hal Jordan. Actually, you know, I, I think he did the voice of Hal Jordan. He did Jordan do the voice of Hal Jordan. His, uh, yeah. Flight, yeah. But that's why, because he still, he could still do him. Like an older, yeah. like, you know, he'd be a little old for the role, but I think he could still do it. He'd be like an older, you know, uh, washed out astronaut, Hal Jordan. He's st- and, like he, he and it's Nathan Villian. He's got swagger. Yeah. He, he can do it. Man yeah. is Hal Jordan. Yeah. I think that he could, you know, it's funny. I, I reviewed Inner Space this week for Combat Republic. And it occurred to me that, that Nate, that, that Dennis Quaid's character in Inner Space is totally Hal Jordan. Hmm. like watching that movie like this dude is hal jordan so 30 years ago dennis quaid could have been an all right hal jordan that's neither here nor there i just thought of that um but yeah i think that like i think you would have to recast everybody which is fine because you get a different look at everyone and in the mult a dc multiverse now that we accept that it would be really cool now that's something that would work in like you know four or five one hour increments or 10 whatever you know right yeah i agree john you have any more I don't know. Like I'm, I'm interested in some of the B characters. I I don't, I don't have like, I don't have a specific storyline, but like, I'd like to see some, some of, some of the other characters get like shows or something that could, it could be really interesting. Like um, it would be really, it'd be really nice to see booster gold or, you know, they, or uh, what's his name? Um, Shining Knight. That would be an interesting story to tell. Uh, you know, these are, these are like deep cut. Well, they're like C, C rank justice league, um, members, but they've got really interesting storylines that could be, you know, fleshed out and, and work pretty well. And we already saw like a little bit of shining night in, uh, in star girl. So, right. Cool. And usually shining night could, I mean, at least in Bruce Timm's universe, shining night was always hanging out, hanging out with, um, vigilante vigilante. Yeah. And 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 another really really good one, the question. Oh yeah, that, that would be a trip down like like that would be a trip, literally a trip. <laughs> Dude, that's like, cool because like you get different versions of the question, which is awesome. Like the original question, the the Steve Ditko question is very much this like Randian, you know, a uh, you know, a is a 
style mm-hmm. character but the denny o'neill question is much different like he's he's super into the martial arts you know he's uh he's an invet he like you really started the investigative reporter thing and that's really cool and then like the the bruce tim question is basically fox Mulder, like looking up all these conspiracy theories and just yeah. being a like an overall madman so like any but being those, a, but 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 making connections that nobody else is making and make, yeah. them being right you know? yeah yeah exactly like you know, I hate to put the term QAnon, but I mean, like, if that shit was real, you know, uh, uh, Vic Sage would be out there, or Charlie Saz, depending on how you look at it, would be out there solving these mysteries, these mysteries that nobody else could see. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be awesome. I, I, I co-sign that. That's a great idea. Yeah. And then, okay, so then I was thinking the other idea that I had, and but then I thought, did they kind of do this already? Um, and I, I'm, th- I'm trying to remember the name of the story. Is it if this be my destiny, Spider-Man. They always have some corny as Stan Lee title. Which, which one is that again? The one where he's under all that machinery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they kind of did that in Spider-Man too, didn't they? Or did they do that? In, I thought they did that kind of in Homecoming, and when he's uh, at the dance, and then he gets beaten up by Vulture and left there, and he's deciding whether or not he wants to. to yeah, yeah, yeah. They they do that as yeah. That's yeah, cool. so so that's the thing. It's like yeah, they kind of did it. So yeah. That's more of a um, moment than a story, right? Exactly. No, I'm saying like like there's yeah. things that you you could incorporate into to because the other thing was the other because when I was like looking at different stories and I'm like they don't they take things but they don't fully always embrace them they they give you pieces of them like demon in a bottle they yeah. touched on it in Iron Man two but they don't they're not, not really. gonna a Disney movie is not gonna give you an alcoholic Tony Stark mm-hmm. um, which is too bad because you could have done something really cool with that yeah and then of course. The other one, and even though it was on Netflix, uh, we never really got uh, Daredevil Reborn. That's true. They they touched on some of the stuff with Karen Page, but they never went down that route. Well, nor should they, because the Karen Page in the book at the time wasn't nearly as well developed as the, the Karen Wool Karen Page, or the Deborah Wool Karen Page, excuse me. You know, so that's a lot, that's a lot harder of a fall from that character, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a harder... That's a harder yeah. character arc to pull off, I think. But there's things that I think there's definitely elements pulled from. Right. From that, you know, it'd be kind of cool. I'll take this right. Would be if they did Guardian Devil. That would work. You know, the one where Daredevil has to protect the the child who might be the Antichrist. Yes. Yes. Uh, that was. For, I don't think John knew that. Knew what I was no, talking about. No, I don't. <laughs> but, that was, uh, Kevin good. Smith. Kevin Smith wrote that one. Yep. Allow me to be your vehicle for exposition. Thank you. Um, that would be an actually. That would. <laughs> Because they're Charlie Cox is, I guess, back playing Daredevil, so that might be something. That's it, the rumor, which or, is awesome. Yes, that's yeah. a, it's a rumor. They say that he's already filmed stuff, but there's like I haven't seen any like main sites cover it yet. So Me neither, but like I'm hoping this is real because then we get. Oh man, what's his name? What's the name of the guy that played Luke Cage back? Mike. Oh crap! Uh, I was thinking uh, him, him, and Jessica. Yeah, Christian Ritter is Jessica Jones. Yeah, uh, like, but they, they're, yeah, and, and just leave Danny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, we don't, need, we don't need Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. So, but those three were, those three were great. Why can't, I can't remember, I can't remember the name of the guy who played Cage. He was fantastic. Oh Coulter. My God. Mike, Mike Coulter, thank you. Mike Coulter, right. He was fantastic. Coffee guy. <laughs> yeah. As, um, if you could give me those three back in the real Marvel universe, man, I'd be super happy. Hey, what about- hey, you got the multiverse coming up. Well, no, I think they're in because if Charlie Cox is in, like they're, they're in. Yeah, that's true. Like they're. Yeah, I mean, they, technically, they've always been in. Right. It's just, we just that we had that weird embargo with the TV that now was yeah. gone. 
thank you disney plus and like i want to i want him in there like i want luke cage back i just i really like my culture as luke cage like yeah that's good shit this is fun dave yeah i mean and then the only other story and we've we talked about it not that long ago but i don't know how you make it work is uh craven's last hunt yeah i agree that should be that would be really that would be really good for a spider-man uh disney plus show right if we ever you, get something like that if we ever get yeah and that's such a that's such a stone's throw like that would be really cool because you could establish him in the first couple episodes have him be right. defeated and then spiral down this dark path that'd be really cool actually that's something i don't think we'll ever see but i would love that because i do think that is the best spider-man story ever it'd have to be a just a mini series, right? Would, like with a definite end, because well, no, you could do ten, you could do nine because they do nine episodes, ten episodes, well, and stuff. You could do that. It could be done. I, I, I don't know. Like we read, we went over that story. Oh, it was I a six finish. issue, but it was a six issue. It was six issues at the time, and then if you spend a couple episodes establishing Craven beforehand, mm. like it could, it could work. I guess it's super ambitious, but it could work. You know, like, yeah. If you if you gave it like two or three episodes where you established him, yeah, as a, okay, right, as right, because you can't just bring Craven in and kill him. Like, no, right, yeah. That's why it, that's why it would work better if who's on this a show. <laughs> but if you bring like if you spend like two episodes bringing him in all high and mighty, and he gets crushed by Spidey. He has a revenge story. He gets crushed by Spidey, and then like you just have an episode of him mentally breaking down, and then the next like five are Craven's last hunt. Right. You know, because you could get there in ten episodes. I mean, it's one of those when you ask people like, oh, what's which one would you like to see adapted? They always jump on that. And it's like, OK, but we haven't, had Craven. Yeah. we haven't had Craven yet. How do you have his last hunt before you establish right. who he is? But that's <laughs> the thing about Craven. And I'll maintain this. <laughs> bringing Craven back is a huge mistake because there's nothing he's ever done that's been that's been more important or better than him dying. Right. You yeah. know, and it's like that's that's the character's greatest contribution to the medium is that fantastic death story. But, you know, we got to. We got to bring characters back because nerd writers want to play with the toys, not as good as their as their forerunners did. You mentioned you, know? uh, you, you mentioned uh, immortality earlier. I did. Yeah, you said something about Marvel immortality. You said oh, I'll get to that later. I have no memory of what that was. Uh, I have no idea what I was talking about. I'll listen to the I show. Thought you, I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to bring it up when we said you know with Chris Evans coming back. So oh oh because Chris Evans was coming back as Captain America. That's what I meant. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's... Loki came nothing, back. Chris, Loki, Chris yeah, Evans. yeah, that's that's what I meant. I had no... Nobody stays dead in the comics or the TV show. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Are we going to start... Does that open... If they bring Captain... Because, like, I thought about it, I kind of like the, the evil idea better. But if they do bring Chris Evans back as Cap, is the door open for resurrection in the Marvel Universe? In the Marvel well, so, Cinematic I mean, so, Universe? So far, what they've done goes along with the storylines. I mean, like, okay, Loki. Loki's from another timeline. Right. So, okay, fine, you brought him back. Uh, Black Widow may or may not have been a scroll. Right. We don't, we don't we know. Don't know. Um, and, you know, and, and Chris Evans, well, if Loki is tra- now traveling in time with what's their faces, then you could easily bring, Chris, you know, Chris Evans back yeah, in. Hey, that yeah, way. I mean, so and we don't know what they're doing with it. You know, we have right. no idea. But, but that's but, the question. But, but yeah. you've got back doors. There's no real like right. resurrection mm-hmm. yet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and resurrections are 90% of the time cheap. Yeah, you know, every now and then you'll get something really good. Yeah, Colossus. I Don, I'm sure Don listening will agree with me. Colossus coming back was a good move and a good story. Yeah, but those are you know, there's less of those than there are. No reason, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, even even like when they brought we, we and we again, this is another story that we've gone over. Wally. When, uh, yeah, 
when they brought back um, uh, Green Lantern, um, Hal Jordan, Hal Jordan, they just you know, I mean, even that That's was a good book. It, it's a good book, but even it still felt kind of like you know, oh, he's they. I mean, bringing him back like that is. Just they, also, I also think of stories like like because it was such a, a move to sell books, killing off Superman and then bringing him back. Yeah, and then yeah. and then like. Well, then everybody had to die or come back and do right. something, you know. <clears throat> That's how we got Spider-Man Clone Saga in the first place. You know, and then, of course, they do it in the movies, and it has no impact because we Nobody haven't lived with it. the Superman long enough oh, to yeah. care that was about a, dying. That was a huge mistake in that movie. Like, killing him, and they brought in Doomsday, like, immediately. It was just like, man, he, like, jammed that. That was like a giant sandwich. Just kept stuff. They just kept stuff and stuff way, in there. The way they did it was so stupid, too. Oh, it's it like totally you could have stupid. thrown the goddamn spear, but no, you got to rush at him and have it kill you, too. I mean, come on. And it makes me wonder, like, if they bring Cat back, are people going to be, like, cheering? Or are they going to be like, oh, this is stupid? Like, like, oh, if they, no, if Marvel does it, if, if Marvel does it, they're probably going to do it right. And when they bring it back, it's going to be a surprise. And you're going to cheat. Well, it, it won't be a surprise because we know Chris Evans is. Well, we know like, the surprise is out the window. <laughs> but well, we. There's I mean, sneaking let's, into your room, JD. Yeah, let, let, let's hope that they keep it, um, you know, off the books. <laughs> yes, that's what we can hope for. Ah, um, uh, isn't that cute, everyone? Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> I love my son. What do you want? <laughs> No, I, I mean uh, my son's eighteen and surly, so <laughs> yes, he's he's four and happy. So we're gonna I would enjoy it while I got it. Exactly. Uh, sorry, John. No. <laughs> oh, the COVIDs. So go ahead. What were you saying, John? No, I was just saying if if they as long as as long as it, it, hopefully maybe they would may, be able to make it a surprise. Like they yeah. completely spoiled Spider Man in Civil War. It would be nice if they could you know not do that again this could time you- and. Can you imagine if they kept their mouth shut? The reaction oh my god, from people! The, 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 the Twitter would have exploded. That I would have night. exploded. Yeah, like oh my, yeah, me too. I would like in my pants. Like I would have just lost. I would have lost all control yeah. if if Peter if they had kept that secret. Yeah, yeah you mean like Luke we, showing up at the end of Mandalorian? I was going to say I was yes, exactly. exactly. They, we know they can keep the secrets, so you know. I mean, look what happened were, with that. They, they were worried about civil war not selling enough tickets, so I wonder. Um, Man, that'd have been great. Now I'm that's, that, well, that's the thing too. Yeah. How how is it that no one knew about the Luke returning? Well, what, but it's yet, only Mark Hamill and then whoever is doing the de aging, the CGI de aging. There wasn't a whole lot of that people. Was a team, no, there was a whole lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot we of people about, that was a, to make that. That work. was a whole like it's not like face swap. It'd be better if it was face swap, but like that's there's a whole team of people. There's an, I mean, and that wasn't Mark Hamill doing the, the doing the scene. Is that was a body no, stand in? Yeah. No, they just they used his face, but it was another dude. Mm. Mark Hamill ain't built like that anymore. They just swapped, they just did some and, not face swap technology, but like they put like a face. And, and it's not just Mark Hamill, face. it's it's Pedro <laughs> Pascal and the rest of the cast. Right. All had a, to a lot of NDAs involved. Well, they also yeah. had Tom Holland, who's incapable of keeping his mouth shut. So well, it's true. Yeah. And plus, so. I think they wanted to make a big deal of Spider-Man coming in and like make Sony happy. And there's probably some politics that had to be played. But it'd have been such a better moment if they had just kept their mouth shut. But again, all but the but then how did this Chris Evans news get leaked? And Tom Holland you know. probably. <laughs> Tom, what are you doing to us? All right. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's good. Unless you guys have any other ones you you want to add, yeah. but nah. good. Let's go into the recommendations. All right. 
Someone's looking at his email. Acid reflux. Excuse me. Are you recommending acid le- reflux? Okay. You're, you're recommending- no, as a matter of fact, I'm not. <laughs> so, J.D., what recommendations do you have uh, for the audience? So, um, earlier this summer, I watched the first wave of the Transformers animated um, War for Cybertron, mm-hmm. which is, like, uh, geared more toward adults. It's complex plot, kind of violent, you know, definitely not something I'm going to let my son watch. The second wave of it, Earthrise, came out and I saw the first two episodes. Hot damn. Watch that. Huh, That's okay. my first recommendation. I two, that two. Oh, dude, it's really good. Two, I have, I discovered something that you'll really like, John. A, um, a show, uh, yes, a YouTube channel called Super Void Cinema. The algorithm got me. What this guy does is he does these big long takes on YouTube of movies that never got made. And he'll go into gross detail, you know, the scripts. And like, he has some pretty good animations that are done. And the first one I saw was he did what would have been Superman five, the movie that Carrie Bates was writing for Christopher Reeve that never got made. And it was really good. And they go over this Brainiac movie that never happened. And by the end of it, you're like, damn it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Sawkeyes were trying to make a Brainiac movie and it just, they just couldn't get it together in time, you know? And then Christopher Reeve got hurt and it just didn't happen. And the second one I saw from him was the canceled He-Man movies from 1988 to 2018. <laughs> and the saga, and there's an that one's an hour long. And we could have gotten this amazing Grayskull movie in 2009, 2010. That sounded like it would have been phenomenal. Like, I'm not a big YouTube rabbit hole guy, but like, had, like I finished my writing early on Saturday and the wife and the kid were out. So I'm like, I think I'm just going to see what's on YouTube. And that came up and I was like intrigued. It was so good. So, I mean, like, if you're, like, a cinephile who likes comics, I highly recommend the Super Void Cinema YouTube page. You have to you have to send me a link for that. That, sounds, put it on, that sounds really I cool. Will, I will put it in the chat. Yeah. Damn. All right, John? I love stuff like that. Um, well, let's see. I got, a, I got a couple of recommendations. Number one, um, make your own starter, your, your own sourdough starter, because uh, the bread is just divine. Second, um, I've got I've got something for you, uh, JD. Um, the the new the new uh, season of uh, of anime is coming out. So oh, like all it, the new ones are coming out. So I got I got I got a new one. Uh, so I'm a spider. So what? That's the name Fantastic. of a new series. Um, Fantastic. Not recommending that. I've only seen it's, one episode. It seems interesting, but it's, it's very. A, it's very Italian. So I'm it, a spider. So what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, hey, it's, it's your basic um, isekai so far. So I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I will say, um, go on to Netflix and watch Enola Holmes. Oh, I yeah. The, really, uh, I've been meaning to watch yeah. that. Too. I really, 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 really like that one. Okay. I hope they sh- they definitely need to make another one. Is Cavill good in it? Oh, Cavill's, yeah, Cavill's in it, and he is good. Cavill's good in everything good. that's not directed by Zack Snyder. Exactly. There's a, tr- there's a trend. Yeah. yeah. He had, he, he had, you know, he had some emotion. In it. <laughs> no, he was, he was the right guy, just the wrong director. Yeah. Right. So, so there's, there's that. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it for now. Oh, no. One other thing for anime fans, Dr. Stone season two just came out. Um, and it is, it's one of the best animes out there right now. Um, it, and probably one of the better animes of all time, actually. So I would, you know, if you, if you like Dr. Stone or you haven't seen it, go see Dr. Stone season one, go watch the entire season and then watch season two. It's the, the basic premise is that a um, bunch of, uh, basically everybody in the earth 
gets turned to stone one day. Nobody knows why. And thousands of years later, uh, a couple of them get, you know, break out of the stone somehow. One of them is this kid who's a science genius and he has decided he is going to bring human, the human beings from the stone age into the technology age as fast as humanly possible. And, and, and it's, it's awesome. It sounds cool. you're, you're learning science along with like they're, they're actually t- telling you exactly how they're making vacuum tubes, how they're doing this, how they're doing that. It's really cool. My son science. was watching that. Yeah. He, he said it was really good too. So. It is. So, so there you go. Those are my recommendations. Well, that sounds cool. I will recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page if you want to be part of Social Media Madness. And uh, of c- occasionally reviews by Don. I have like three in the queue that I have not put up yet. So sorry about that, Don. That'll be coming up soon. Um, other than that, I really I got nothing this week, guys. I have been... Uh, I've been working on some music, actually. I've been like really getting back into that and going to the gym and working. So, so you know what? I recommend going to the gym, walking three miles, a, three to five miles a day. That's what I've been doing, and you'll feel better. You know, it, it clears your mind. So, you do know, you do that before or after you eat the entire bag of ho hos? I don't eat ho hos. <laughs> I no, I, I think, I'm saying should I? I mean, it's like it's like. <laughs> So yeah, I need to lose more weight. <laughs> um, no, no, but I didn't. And then I had KFC last night, so I mean, it's not always good. Uh, it's chicken. It's natural, mostly. Not when you get the biscuits, mashed potatoes, and cookies. All right. Oh, now I'm hungry. <laughs> so on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for hanging out with us. Don't let you keep caught in the door. Have a good week.